Hey, and welcome to Sweet 1111. Uh, I'm Trice Brown, and I'm here with Sabina Crisatello. Today, uh, we are here to talk about your story about the new band on the block, uh, Queen of Kings. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about, you know, how they got started, um, what their road has been like, and what's to go from here. Uh, so we'll be right back. Hey, this is Collins Keith, podcast writer for The Plainsman. If you like this podcast and would like to support the organization and our team, you can visit our website at theplainsman.com and click on the button in the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 127 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here at Auburn. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. So, Sabina, um, I just want to know, you know, this is like a new band that's uh, coming onto the scene, but how did you first uh, hear about them, and what was like the road to writing a story on them? Yeah, for sure. So I first heard about Queen of Kings um, because their lead singer, Cassie Vitale, is a girl in my sorority, and um, it was kind of going through the Greek circles that they were going to be playing an opening gig at the Bar 1716 downtown. Um, they were going to be opening for a pretty well-known Auburn band called The Stews. So me and my friends, we all went. We wanted to support. And that was the first week of August. So it was syllabus week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that night it was freezing cold for August, which is super weird. Yeah. But it was raining and we walked up to the bar and there was a line out the door to oh, wow. get in. It was one in, one out. Um, it was a 30 minute line and they were, the whole place was packed from front to back and they were just rocking out inside. And we were like, this band is going to be the real deal. Yeah. That's amazing. So I guess what, how did you decide to, to write about this for us? Like, what was that like? Yeah. So I knew that they had been getting so much, so many opportunities, Mm -hmm. um, lately. And, you know, they've played at 17, they've played at Southeastern, um, they've played so many gigs and I really didn't feel like they were getting enough press coverage for what they were doing. Um, especially in such a little time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they've really done all of this within the last three months, two months. So I kind of wanted to just shed a little bit of light onto what they were doing and kind of make some more people that wouldn't already know about their band more aware because they are so talented and they're so fun to go see. So Mm -hmm. if more people get to experience that, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, you... You started, I guess, seeing them as like this, um, people who are adjacently related to you and, you know, they have just like this, this force around them, like this momentum. Uh, but whenever you got to talk to them, what did they say about how they like generated that momentum? Like how they got started and like to get to where they are now? Yeah. So, um, I talked to them a lot about this and they basically said that, They originally knew they wanted to start a band. Um, Two of the guys knew they wanted to start a band since they were freshmen and they never got around to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they were juniors and or sophomores, I guess. And Mm -hmm. um, Cassie introduced herself and they kind of knew each other through a friend of a friend, but they never knew that she saw like sang. Mm -hmm. Um, And they all practiced one day. And since then it was history. Um, and they all started practicing and they became this band and they've gone through a bunch of different, um, downfalls, I guess, like Mm -hmm. challenges, um, with changing out their bass player and getting a drummer. Mm -hmm. And they talked a lot about that in the interview. Um, but so I remember, um, in the story that you've written, you talk about how like they started out as a jam band, correct? Mm -hmm. So they're just kind of, you know, jamming out, but then they got this opportunity to like of the show that you went to, right? Where they got to be 
Uh, this is, so what, what did they say about what it took to like, from like getting that gig to preparing for it? Like what were the obstacles for that and stuff like that? Like, what did they have to say? Yeah. So, um, basically how they got that gig was out of the blue. It was just, um, kind of, they were just jamming out and, one of the members of the Stews, which is an already established Auburn band that I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. um, contacted them at the end of their sophomore year and yeah. asked them if they wanted to open for them. And at this point, I mean, Queen of Kings told me that they did not have a drummer. Um, yeah. They were in the middle of switching their bass player and mm-hmm. it was a whole mess, but they didn't tell the Stews that. <laughs> so they just got it together on their own yeah. and um, they ended up opening for them at 17 and they weren't even around each other for a long time were they no they weren't so because it happened at the end of sophomore year um everyone was going home for summer break Mm -hmm. so i think two of the members stayed in town but the rest of them were around the country so they couldn't practice together so basically what they said was we picked out the songs we were going to open with, um, mm-hmm. the 10 songs on our set list, and we all went home and practiced them individually all summer. Gosh. <laughs> I know. That's terrible. <laughs> and then, literally, and then they came back and they all practiced together um, for like two weeks, and it was a grind. That's what they yeah. said. So, basically... Um, they would practice at night. They held practices at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. So, I know. And they would come from um, work or different things that they were doing during the day. And they would practice from like 9 to 11. And then they would wake up the next morning and do it all over again for two weeks straight. And mm-hmm. Cassie said to me, she was like, it was so challenging, but it was so worth it because they became really close and um, they managed to pull out an amazing opening act um, with just two weeks of practicing together. Wow. So how did they get there? I mean, they got a drummer, right? Cause I know there was that, that quote that, um, <laughs> one of them talked about like driving, um, like playing without a drummer is like driving without a steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. So how, how did they get the drummer? Did Yeah. So they talked a little bit about this, but, um, they didn't have a drummer really when the stews asked them to open, mm-hmm. but they ended up just getting one at the end of that year so okay. right before they went yeah. um, home for summer break but mm. they did end up switching out their bass player right before their Jeez. opening gig so it was like i think two days or three days oh my that they had to practice together um with the new bass player and they said that he walked in and was absolutely killing it and they were like this is gonna work we're gonna be fine that, that is awesome you know i um i've, I've spoken with um local band members uh in auburn before for stories and it was really interesting he said that like apparently drummers are kind of hard to come by like there's like not that many of them so a lot of people just kind of don't have drummers or like drummers just kind of like help with a lot of different bands oh yeah so that's kind of interesting but that is really interesting what's been your favorite one you guys have played so far still oh i don't know southeastern was pretty far southeastern yeah. was real cool what was like, that again last week that was like, last week is that, that one got booked like two days before it yeah that one was like really spontaneous yeah like we have to be like really really on the fly like each week like we try to like get like at least like five new songs in like not only because like people like will come back and see us so we don't like always want to play the same stuff you know yeah, yeah. so like when we had like only those two days, like we were crunching, like uh-huh. trying to get like this like couple like new songs in. But for me, honestly, for me, mine's still seventeen. Yeah, but because that was just like the first time of yeah. like 
everyone like just like stand on the railing. Like or I'm like People that small rowdy. stage. Yeah. Everyone was rowdy and like it was it's like so awesome. In the videos stands were like shaking and shit. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, it, was it felt like nuts. a fever dream. Like, it's a, it was a fever dream yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. People dream. jumping up and down, all that wild stuff. It was, it was a really good time. Yeah. So Sabina, uh, there's kind of, you know, you can tell there's a lot going on. Uh, where did you actually inter- get to interview for them for this? Um, so I was lucky enough to interview them at one of their practices. And okay. so that was super fun. Um, so they hold them at the Pike House because mm-hmm. they are um, – a few of them are Pikes. A few of them are in other fraternities. Some of them aren't. Yeah. But um, they have their practices at the, Pikes ho- at the Pike House and it was honestly so fun because it was such a lively atmosphere. Yeah. So I walk in to interview them, and they're they've got this set up in the basement. Um, there's posters all over the walls. It's super cool, and there's just this band in the middle of this chaos yeah. um, practicing. And I mean, the whole time kids were walking through. You know, it is definitely not a very professional, I guess you could say, setup. But I think that makes it cooler because um, it just shows that they have so much talent that they can work in these kind of conditions Mm -hmm. um, and really pull off amazing, amazing music. So, you know, they played it, um, you may have talked about this earlier, I may have just forgotten. They've played initially at 1716, but where else have they, like, gone with their performances and such? Yeah, so they've done a few gigs. Um... I'm sure they've done some since we did the interview, but as of the date we did the interview, they'd performed at Southeastern. They'd mm-hmm. done 1716 a few times. Yeah. They played at the Plaza. Um, okay. And they also participated in Battle of the Bands, which was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so what is, I guess, you know, they have all this momentum now. I mean, it feels like they're going somewhere, but what? where is their next step? What do they want to do with themselves? Yeah, so um, again, they just started, so they're not quite sure, but they were talking a little a little bit about how they want to start making their own music. Cause as okay. of right now they're a cover band yeah. and they love that. Um, but they really have so much talent and they think that their music would be really good. And I do too. I could tell yeah. when I was there. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be their next step. Do you guys have a single word or like a sentence that you would try and sum up Queen of Kings in? Like if you could say, or just like the feeling that you guys get from playing. That's a hard one. Wait, it's a, or is it the a, feeling? Either. Either. Rambunctious. Rambunctious? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we have like, well, I think we could like put together in a second if we think about it, but I feel like our band is like, like intimate, if that makes presence. sense. Present. Like presence. we're very... Presence. 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 I think I like that. one thing, I don't want to speak for y'all, but like, I love rock music so much. Mm-hmm. Like I love it so much. Yeah. And unfortunately, like mainstream music is moving so far away from rock. Mm-hmm. And so being able to like play like what I love and like I'm down with metal and I'm really playing metal, but like being able to play that and like play stuff like Nirvana and yeah. Zeppelin and watching people enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest yeah, thing. It's like it's like it just makes it like, makes me happy. right now, like, we're doing something so different than any other. Love yeah. what you play with people that you, you love. Yeah. Are we getting into this? <laughs> love what you play. I'm going to say that. Love what you play. Yeah. I think, I think, the, the, I think it's also what makes the Stu such a good band is, like, 
when you watch us play or them or like a good band, you can tell they like legitimately enjoy being up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with each of, other. Yeah. And we enjoy being with each other too. We all get along real. I think we've argued once maybe. That was yeah. before either of you were even in the band. Mm-hmm. And that. Like, and we tell on each other, but out of love. Right. Well, no. Like, so that, okay. Well, that's another thing. Like, when we tell like, on each other. I got told on. Like, yo, hey, got you missed on. the fucking note there. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. When we, when I got it's in like trouble. It's like a family. That's good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Cash would be like, yo, that was, that was not fast enough. And he'll be like, you're messing the chords up. Like, yeah. or like the rhythms. Like, we'll just say it. And everyone's like, oh yeah, okay. You're right. So I think we take criticism really well. So what's our, so what's our word is, is the question. So what's our sentence? Sorry to get you guys with this hard question. No. <laughs> the end. I just, I'm trying to think of something that sums up what he said. Yeah. Like, we don't. We're not trying to appeal to the masses. Like we're not trying to play like, like we're not. You're not going to hear us play like a Bruno Mars song. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, we just play what we like and whether we play what we love. Whether yeah, we play what we love. Play what we love. Like have heard it or not, we don't really care. But we're gonna. I like Shadow. We play what we love. Play what we love. All right, guys, that is everything. Thank you so much. That was. Uh, well, Sabina, thank you so much for uh, talking with me about this. Uh, from the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown. I'm Sabina Cristello. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>